Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today, I'm going to talk a bit about shorting the market. Now, if you're looking for stocks to short, then picking out the top 10 most shorted stocks on the ASX at any point in time is not necessarily going to give you a surefire way to get a profitable outcome. You may not even be aware of this list. However, it can be a good place to start your research. There is a technique that can increase profitability of a successful short trade dramatically and it's going to mean that the trade's more likely to go in your favour. Firstly though, for those not familiar with short selling, the financial industry use it to profit from falling prices and they say it improves volatility on the market. Short selling is essentially a practice of selling stocks they don't own, so they borrow the stocks from other brokers or financial institutions, then they are able to sell the stock before they can buy with a view to profit from a fall. When the position is in profit or when the exit conditions are met, they close out the trade by buying back the shares. Now remember that this stock is on loan, so the borrower must transfer the same quantity of shares back to the lender to close out the loan. Now the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, or ASIC, receives a record of the daily short sales and makes this record available to you on their website. So you can search for the information on the ASIC website or Google it, and on inspecting the list four stocks came up last week that had the highest percentage of short trades open and these were Cochlear, Atlas Iron, Acruix and Metcash. These percentages are based on the total number of shares on issue. As a retail investor you don't have to borrow the stock. You can simply use what's called a CFD or a contract for difference. To trade CFDs the first thing you need to do is get the knowledge on how to trade as these are highly leveraged instruments and not for beginners. But once you have the knowledge, you can research CFD providers and choose one that you want to trade with. Now, I strongly recommend that you select a CFD provider who's offering direct market access. What does direct market access mean? Well, DMA means that the pricing of the CFDs are transparent. That is, they're directly reflecting the physical stock price. So you're not working against a market maker who's setting the prices, and some CFD providers do that. Now, if you'd like to know more about using CFDs, stay tuned for a future podcast where I'll explain how to get started. But for now, I want to share with you my thoughts on this short sales list and what a couple of these examples out of the list looked like and what happened over the last couple of weeks that indicated that whoever was shorting the stock was really taking high risk. In this case, I'll explain why you would not want have wanted to be in the short trade and how technical analysis could have prevented a losing position. If you are observing the list of short sales on a regular basis, then I suggest you compare these levels with what the share price is actually doing and make a judgment for yourself as to how you see the stock being affected by the short sales. If you know a little about technical analysis and how to read trends, the probability that you will get the future direction of the share price right increases dramatically in your favour. Now, nothing is 100%, but you want the scales to be balancing in terms of tilting in the direction that you want to trade. The trend will show whether a stock is more likely to fall in price, turn or change direction 
and whether it's more likely to continue to rise. Now, Cochlear was one of these stocks on the list that I mentioned before, and in percentage terms, based on the number of shares on issue, it's been the most highly shorted stock recently on the market. Cochlear makes and distributes implantable devices for the hearing impaired. Now, last week, the company released their financial results, which were down on the previous year, but the share price rose by 11%, and you might be wondering, why is that? Well, the rise occurred because the market saw the result as positive based on the decline in earnings which had been dramatic in the first half of the financial year. Now, the rise is great news if you're actually holding the stock to profit from a rise, which is otherwise referred to as going long. However, if you were short cochlear, the rise would have wiped out profit or worse, put your short into a loss. For those with technical analysis under their belts, it was possible to see weeks before this dramatic rise that this was not the time to be shorting the stock. The reason for this is that the short to medium term trend had already turned up weeks before the announcement. For those who were speculating that the announcement would be negative and that the market would sell the stock down, they've been taught a really hard lesson. And they've missed a very important rule, which is to wait for confirmation that the trend had changed or was about to change. Trading against the trend like this is high risk. Remember the saying that the trend is your friend. Always apply this to your trading and you will dramatically lower your risk. Let's look at another example, Atlas Iron. Now this company is an Australian iron ore miner which produces and exports iron from its mines in the Pilbara. The stock confirmed a higher trough this month, which is often an early indication that the trend is likely to change. Now what's a higher trough? This is where a stock's been falling. Prior to this, it's made a low and then the stock has risen in price, maybe a couple of weeks, pulled back in price and then moved up again. Now, the, the second low was actually higher than the first one. This is what's called a higher trough and is what you can see on the weekly chart of AGO. Now, the recent price rise took out the prior peak, which is often a trigger to exit a short trade and could also, depending on the rules that you've determined, trigger an entry to go long. Those traders hanging on hoping that the price could turn back may turn out to be right as the analysis indicates a possible level of support below the current price action, way, way below at around 40 cents. So if it did fall away, the fall would be quite dramatic. And as you can understand, people who are short selling it would actually have um, you know, quite a good profit out of that. But at this point, it looks more like speculation than they've used any confirmation that this is occurring. For those who were short selling the recent decline prior to this recent rise, then perhaps they'd be sitting on a nice profit on a short sale, depending on where they actually entered the trade. But if the stock falls back, it really needs to fall back below 60 cents to see a continuation of this fall. And right now, given that we've seen this higher trough and the, and the prior peak as well taken out, which it looks like the stock's bouncing like a ball bouncing higher up a set of stairs, that's what it looks like when we're talking about higher peaks and higher troughs, could be more likely to rise than fall. So therefore, shorting the stock right now is high risk. Now, just to give you an idea of the stocks that were on the ASIC list, we, as I said before, Cochlear was the top one. Um, the percentage of shorts was 17.7. Atlas Iron, this is for last week, AGO had 15.4%. Acruex was 14.85. Metcash, 12.5. Maya was on the list at around 12. JB Hi-Fi, 12. Monodelphus, 12. UGL, News Corp um, were heading into the 10s, and Paladin was on the list as well. So the list 
is actually not is in alphabetical order when you go on the ASIC website and you have to scroll through to have a look at which ones have the higher percentage. So if you're interested, by all means, go and have a look at the ASIC website and remember to follow the trend. That's the important point of this discussion. I hope you've enjoyed my talk today. I'm Janine Cox. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. 